Witchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Luke J. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Before we get started with uh, all of the Nintendo news today, I have an announcement about the podcast that I want to make sure that I say um, I switched my podcast hosting so basically I upload to my podcast host and then when you guys download the show, you download from the podcast host rather than downloading uh, directly from me. Um, so I switched the podcast host. Now, if I've done everything correctly and I've done this before, um, but if I've done everything correctly, then you should experience absolutely no issues at all. However, if I've made a horrible mistake and the show is disappears from your lists over the next month because I'm going to keep the old hosting up for about a month just to make sure that all of the redirects go through. Um, if the show disappears sometime in the next month or, well, anytime really, then all you have to do is go to anchor.fm slash NSC for Nintendo Switchcraft. So, one more time, that URL is anchor.fm slash nsc. Um, once I shut down the old hosting, then everything will just go back to uh, runjumpstomp.com, and you'll be able to go there, and it will always have the appropriate links. But uh, right now, if I did that, that would cause some problems. So I have to wait about a month in order to get that to work the right way. And then after that, uh, runjumpstomp.com will go right back to having all of the, the links and everything. Well, actually, it's all still there. It should just redirect you to um, my, my new host. So again, hopefully you don't experience any issues at all. But I just wanted to let everybody know if you do experience issues, then all you have to do to fix it is go to anchor.fm slash NSC, and the show will be right over there. So today, I had the day off of work, and I made a few videos for my YouTube channel. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, head on over to youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Um... I got three first look videos for uh, games that are coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, and I wanted to talk. I, I can't talk about like my overall thoughts with all of them because they're currently under embargo. Uh, but all of that stuff is on the videos. And if you go there, uh, the videos are going to come out next Thursday on February 7th, like right around noon Eastern. Uh, so. The first one is Onikin for the Nintendo... Well, they're all for the Nintendo Switch. But the first one is Onikin. And it very much reminds me of a game kind of like Ninja Gaiden. Uh, old school, 8-bit style. Like, so much 8-bit style that I feel like this could have shipped on the Nintendo Entertainment System back in the day. Um, it's got, like, 8-bit style to it. Uh, fantastic score. But it's like this old school um, 8-bit 
Castlevania or Ninja Gaiden style game where you play a guy fighting against robots. It's got a bunch of Terminator references in 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 it, and the game's been out before, but it's coming to the Nintendo Switch. And uh, if you want to know more about it, make sure that you watch the video when it comes out next Thursday. That's when the um the embargo is up, and I'll actually be able to talk about it again. Uh, also next Thursday. Uh, Odalis, which is another Metroidvania game, 8-bit style, from the same company. Um, it's another Nintendo Switch first look. And that game, uh, it's it's a lot more like Castlevania than Ninja Gaiden. Uh, so if you're looking for something a little more Castlevania-y, then that one might be up your alley. Um, that is also coming out next Thursday, again around noon Eastern time when the embargo's up, but uh, a game that I can talk about today, and I uploaded a video about it earlier, uh, is Robothorium. Robothorium is this turn-based RPG-style game. It feels a lot like a a mobile game that has been ported to Switch, and I don't know, because I, I didn't I, I didn't look to see if it was on the App Store or anything, but it very much feels like a mobile game, like the the characters don't move around the screen very much. It's really, it's fun. It's definitely fun. And there's a good risk reward system going on. When I was playing Robothorium, one of the things that I thought was really cool about it that kind of separates it out from, um, from other games that are like this, a turn-based RPG style, uh, game is, uh, you select your um, your robots because it's basically you're the robots and the humans are jerks and you're trying to get rid of the humans. Uh, fight for robot freedom. And you select your robots and you go into uh, the tutorial mode basically. Which is all I've played so far. And um, whenever you use your default attack, actually let me rephrase, whenever you use your uh, special attacks. So you, every kind of character will have a different special attack. Every time you use one of those, uh, you gain what's called overcharge. And you have a maximum overcharge of 100. And every time you use a special attack, it goes up. If you use your default attack, that um, that overcharge number goes down. Okay? And if you hit your overcharge 100. If you go past that 100 number because you used too many of your special attacks, uh, what what happens is that you are then stunned and defenseless for a full turn. So there's a really cool risk-reward system where you might decide, okay, I'm going to go ahead and push my character into overcharge mode, and then he'll be stunned, but... If I do that, it might take out this guy, this enemy that I have to attack. And if that happens, then what would be really great is then then he can't do his attack on my turn. And that's going to lower the overall damage that my team takes uh, for like um, for the next turn. So in the long run, it'll be better for me to stun my guy for two turns and see what happens. And that could backfire on you. And I think it's a cool risk-reward system. You can also, like, the different robots have different abilities. So, uh, like, I, when I made it, you have three robots to choose from. And I picked one that was really good at attacking, one that was like a tank that could uh, soak up the damage, and one that's a healer. 
And when I used the the overcharge, when I overcharged, because I wanted to find out what happened, I overcharged my attacker on purpose in order, in order to take out somebody, uh, then what I could have done as an option, and I didn't because the enemy team was so low at that time, but what I could have done as an option, I could have had the tank protect uh, that um, that overcharged attacker, or I could have had uh, my uh, healer ready to throw heals on them. So it, it's it's a fun game. It's very interesting. I don't know if it's a must buy, but definitely check it out and see what you think of the video. And maybe, you know, that'll help you make a decision on whether or not Robothorium is for you. I believe it came out today. Um, I'm not sure because I got a couple of dates kind of swimming around up there in the old noggin. Um, but I think I think Robothorium came out today and I know that my video for it came out today. So make sure that you guys check that out and that'll give you a perspective of what that game looks like on Nintendo Switch. Overall, I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, but the other two video or the other two games that I talked about earlier, I like those more. So that's what I've been playing today. Let's let's talk about the news. Nuts for Nintendo. I have to be honest, I'm kind of sick of talking about Nintendo's sales figures. So this is going to be the last time that I mention it for a while. The only reason I'm mentioning it at all today is because Nintendo gave us some official uh, financial data. Uh, they post this once per quarter, and this information is as of December 31st, 2018. Uh, Nintendo has now sold 32.27 million units, and that's a really impressive number, especially if you consider the Nintendo 3DS, which is an insanely popular uh, system, sold 74 million well actually 75 million units so far and Nintendo Switch is almost halfway there already that's pretty that's pretty crazy well not quite almost halfway there but it's 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 on its way uh the software has been equally really impressive i've talked about this before uh developer after developer has has said how uh the their sales on Nintendo Switch have been just dwarfing everything else uh, that they have their games on. Nintendo, uh, people who have Nintendo Switch seem to really like to buy uh, video games. And the software sold for Nintendo Switch is 163 million units. Uh, so if we want to know how many, how many, um, how many games does the average Switch owner have, uh, so that'd be game per owner. So 163 divided by 32. Uh, so according to that, it looks like the average person who has a Nintendo Switch has five games for it. That's pretty impressive for a system that's only a couple of years old. Um, I think that this is really good uh, news for Nintendo. But again, that 20 million mark. Uh, for um, fiscal year 2018, it, only time will tell. And I'm not going to say, an, I'm going to try, <laughs> I'm going to try not to say another word about it until Nintendo either lets us know that, hey, they hit that 20 million mark or no, they didn't. Uh, because that that's just, I mean, I've been talking about it long enough. I definitely want some closure to it. Uh, but I'm going to try not to talk about sales again for Nintendo Switch. But what do you guys think? Do you think they're going to get there? 
With 32 million sold so far, I think it's definitely a possibility. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Nintendo, please hold. One moment. Thank you, may I help you? And in Seattle, at the company's U.S. headquarters, they listen to the customers. Okay, I've got a couple of questions for you. Question number one. Do you like Mark Hamill as the Joker? All right, go ahead and answer. Let everybody around you know what you think, okay? All right. I do. I think he's a great Joker. I think he's probably my favorite Joker. Question number two. Do you like Zelda games? My guess is if you're listening to this podcast, probably yes. But, you know, who who really knows? And, and number three. Do you wish that there was a darker Zelda game that was a little, like, creepier, I guess? Uh, so if you answered yes to those questions, which I think most people listening to this probably did, then I've got some good news for you. Uh, Darksiders War Mastered Edition is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Now, what is Darksiders? Uh, it's a game I've never played. I've heard excellent, excellent things about it. Okay. But Darksiders uh, is basically, for all intents and purposes, a Zelda clone. And I'm not talking about Breath of the Wild, even though I adore Breath of the Wild. This is much more of um of a traditional Zelda clone, where not the top-down, but the 3D. You play as one of the... And this is from memory of a game that I have not played and have only been told about. But you play as one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I don't know which one. Actually, I think in each Darksiders game, it might be a different one, but I could be wrong about that. Um, you play as one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and there is, you basically solve solve problems just like in Zelda. You know, move the block over there, use the item that you got in the dungeon in order to defeat the boss, that kind of stuff. Bravd in chat is letting me know that it is war that you are playing as. You are the god of war, uh, not that god of war, okay? Um, and he also says Darksiders is good, good. Uh, you play as war in the first one and death is the, in the second one. And then in the third one, I think you play as, as um, I can't remember the third one, but it, it, that's not important. Um, so why did I ask about Mark Hamill as the Joker? Well, Mark Hamill does the voice acting for a character in this game. It's kind of like almost I it, just from what I've seen before, it's almost what I would describe as 
they're equivalent to Navi in um, Ocarina of Time. So Navi is like this little sprite that that tells you things so that you will know what to do without the game. Like it's Nintendo's way of of giving you a tutorial through the whole game for when new things come up without stopping the action and bringing up stuff on screen and saying, okay, read all this stuff. It's, it's different. And, uh, Navi is this, you know, is also like a targeting mechanism. Um, I get the feeling from what I've seen that Mark Hamill voices a character that is kind of like Navi, that it tells you things and is kind of almost in your head as well. And he sounds exactly like the Joker, uh, which is really great. It, it's like every time I've seen any video of it, that one mo- that one little bit of Mark Hamill uh, doing his Joker voice in this game just makes me want to play it because he's he's just awesome. So uh, Darksiders War Mastered Edition is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, this is courtesy of Wario64. If you don't follow Wario64 on Twitter, you absolutely should because uh, he constantly tweets i think he's i'm pretty sure he's a bot uh, but he constantly posts um like deals and when things are going on sale so definitely follow at wario 64 on twitter and that's how i found about found out about darksiders war mastered edition coming to the nintendo switch i don't have we don't have a date yet uh, well actually maybe we do i didn't actually click on the video uh let me mute the video so that we don't uh, cause problems here and I'm going to skip to the end of the video and see if they tell us the release date and where is it Darksiders War Mastered Edition where's the release date no release date no release date that's too bad all right so um you know if if you like Zelda games traditional Zelda games uh, then I think that you are going to be excited uh, for War- Darksiders War Mastered Edition on Nintendo Switch, especially if you haven't played any of them. I might actually check it out. I don't know why I haven't yet. Game Boy, only from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power, portable power. Well, there have been multiple reports that uh, people... Oh my God, my whole house just shook. Plow went by. Um, there have been multiple reports of Piranha Plant who was just added to uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate the other day. And people who have been using him in all-star mode have been uh, reporting, this is so bad, that their, that their game was erased. And all of, their, all of the stuff that they had done, you know, all of the spirits that they unlocked, all of the um, characters that they had unlocked, all of that stuff is just gone. Um, I cannot imagine how irritated they must be. Like when I had finally unlocked all of the characters in super smash brothers ultimate, I think I probably had over 200 matches played. That's a lot of time to invest in a game and have all of that just erased because of some kind of bug. So what I would recommend, this is just a PSA to everybody. I would recommend that if you um, really like all-star mode and you're looking forward to playing it with 
uh, piranha plant, I would hold off. I would wait. I wouldn't do it anytime soon. I would wait until Nintendo says something about it because you don't want your game erased. That would be really upsetting. Um, that being said, I wanted to talk about Piranha Plant just a little bit. Uh, he is really fun. I, I don't like him as much as Pac-Man. Pac-Man is the my main character in Smash. I really like Pac-Man. But Piranha Plant is really, really fun and really strange at the same time. Uh, so... He's got some really interesting moves, and the one move that make well, actually two moves make him really, really unique. On that, the first one is his neutral B. His neutral B, he kind of um, st- like stiffens his neck and and shoots a little like a spiky ball up into the air, and then just kind of blows air at it to keep it. Uh, it kind of moves up and down and up and down. And then you can use the left or the right on your left stick to decide which direction to throw it, which is really neat, especially because as it moves up and down, that changes the distance that it's going to go. This makes for an incredibly high skill ceiling for um, for Piranha Plant. I think that his ability to throw his projectile a different... Um, different distances like at will especially if you're really good i think that makes it a really high skill ceiling character i also really like uh he's got this other ability i think it's his down b and he kind of compresses himself down into his flower pot and then the player gets to kind of tip the pot either left or right and once it's tipped and then you let go he shoots out of the pot and goes really, really far, has a really long reach, uh, and hits really hard as well. Those are the two uh, abilities that I found that really make him unique. He's got a, he also has like a poison ability where he kind of charges it up and then spits it out. Although I was having trouble because sometimes I felt like it was spitting the poison out when I hadn't charged it and I'm not sure if there, if like that's intended or if I was doing something weird. Um, but I feel like the, the poison cloud is very, very similar to, um, God, I can't think of, uh, Ness's fire where he throws like the little fire thing on the ground and it kind of, you know, it burns in front of him. And if you go into it, you take damage. It's very similar to that, but those other two abilities, are really, really unique to him. And I love the way that Nintendo uh, can can take a character and make and make them very unique and not feel like any of the other 70-whatever uh, characters that are in the game. I think that's so cool. And I, I think I tweeted about this the other day. And it, <laughs> if Nintendo doesn't have um a piranha plant like chasing down mario now that we can clearly see that piranha plant can burst through the bottom of his uh his little flower pot and get around on his little legs and sure he's slow but nintendo's missing an opportunity if they don't try and capitalize on this and make uh piranha plant chase mario down in the next mario game i think that would be uh really awesome um but i think that piranha plant is awesome don't play him in all-star mode because it may erase your game and uh, i'm looking forward to when joker for uh from persona 5 comes to uh smash brothers and i'm also looking forward to hearing what other characters nintendo is going to put their 
ridiculous spin on to make yet another unique character in Smash. And I know that there's some people furiously typing at me right now, you know, Bill, these, you know, there's plenty of, of clones in the game, like Echo characters. Not all of the characters in the game are unique, and I understand that, but Piranha Plant is nothing like any of the others, and I think it's it's really cool. And the same can be said for King K. Rule. Like, King K. Rule doesn't feel like the other characters in the game. Pac-Man doesn't feel like the other characters. Sure, Isabel plays like Villager, but again, she's got her own spin on it, and even though she's an Echo character, I feel like she feels pretty unique, too, with her fishing pole and the little traps that she can set down. Anyway, uh, let me know what you guys think of Piranha Plant in Smash Brothers Ultimate. If you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments right down below, or you can head on over to your email client and email me, uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Oh, no, Mario. We've got to do something. I got it. You help us find DocuCon, and we'll help you find Herman. Mortal Kombat 11, we already knew it was coming to Nintendo Switch, even though they didn't mention it when they unveiled it at the Game Awards. It was later confirmed that it was coming to the Nintendo Switch. And, you know, it's supposed to be coming on... Oh, I forgot. I think it was um, April 24th. However, if you live in Europe, it is delayed. Uh, this is according to... Uh, Nintendo of Europe's official UK store. So if you go to the official UK store, let me open that up real quick and I can show you guys what I mean. Um, you can go to Mortal Kombat 11 on there. And if you scroll down and you want to buy the uh, Mortal Kombat 11 plus Pixel Pals, whatever thing, uh, here we go. Mortal Kombat 11. If I want to pre-order that, I can click on pre-order. It added it to my basket. No, that's not what I want. I don't care about the basket. It should say the date on there someplace. Where's the release date? I looked it up earlier and it was there. This is annoying. Where did it go? Ah, there we go. Okay. Uh, delivery. Here we go. I found it. Release date. That's amazing audio, Bill. Great job. Uh, the release date is the 10th of May, 2019. Now, some people might say, well, how come it's delayed? I don't know, but it's not delayed if you buy it from the U.S. store, which is kind of weird. Uh, so if I go to the official Nintendo store and I type in Mortal Kombat and I click on it and it comes up, it says $59.99 and I scroll down and it says release date, April 23rd, 2019. So it seems like the delay is only for Europe. And I don't know what the cause of that is, but I'm sure that, that, that there's people who are going to be upset by that, um, especially after it was after we found out that there was no collector's edition for the Nintendo Switch version. Like, there were some people who were mad about that. But if you pre-order the game, you could still uh, unlock Shao Kahn. I'm not interested in Mortal Kombat 11, like, even a little. It's not a game for me. I've got my fighting game. It's uh, it's uh, Smash Smash Ultimate. Uh, I've got Arms. I've got uh, plenty of fighting games around the Switch and Mortal Kombat. Just I don't. I feel like it's gone downhill ever since Mortal Kombat Two, which I always thought was like the best one. Uh, but that being said, it's delayed in Europe for some reason. We don't know why, uh, but in the U.S., it's not delayed now. If I don't know if that's just physical copies, but 
uh, here's here's a little piece of information for you. If you didn't know, Nintendo Switch is region free. So if you want to buy the U.S. version, it's perfectly possible for you to do so. All you have to do is make a, a U.S. account on your Switch. And there's if you just Google how to do that, it's super easy. And then you can buy stuff from the other regions. Uh, and then if you buy stuff from that region, you can play it. Because I bought, I think it was Kamiko is the name of it. I bought that from the Japanese eShop because uh, I heard it was really good. And then I played it using my my normal uh, U.S. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? My My normal U.S. account. Now, I know that there's probably some people who are like, oh, well, I'll go do that so that I don't have to wait until uh, halfway through May. And I can understand why you might do that. But what we don't know is if the regions will be restricted via online play. So I don't know if only U.S. people can play with only U.S. people and only U.K. people can play with only U.K. people. And buying the U.S. version, if you live in U.K., might be a bad idea because you may end up um, only being able to fight against people in the U.S. And that means you're going to have a high ping and there's going to be lag and it's just not going to be as good so i would take the 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 region free uh escape route out only if you're willing to risk that um that being said i don't know why it's delayed but there you go it's delayed looks like we're gonna have to wait to play mortal kombat 11 over in europe and i don't know why Sega, hot hits today hot hits on the way Well, everybody, that's it for the show today. The music that you heard on the show can be found over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. Uh, I I want you guys to join the Nerd Nest. If you haven't already joined the Nerd Nest, there's there's a couple ways to do that. Email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Become a part of the community by going over to runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Uh, You can watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can uh, watch the videos over at runjumps or youtube.com slash runjumpstomp and of course if you're looking for ways to support the show there's a billion ways to do it just head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you uh uh, again if um if you're if if the episodes disappear go to anchor.fm dot uh, nsc for nintendo switchcraft that's anchor.fm slash nsc and uh, if you, I would hope to hear from you guys soon. Uh, have a good one. And uh, man, I cannot talk today, so I'm going to shut up now. Bye-bye.